Hey guys, before we get to the show, I wanted to give two quick announcements, which I am stoked about. Number one, don't forget September 8th, next Wednesday, 7 p.m., we are having our first ever Speak Truth Without Fear community event. All you got to do is go to our website, put in your email, and we will send you the Zoom link and registration. Also, there's no fees for this podcast, so leave a review and share it if you love it. Ross the Boss is in the house. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. What is up, guys? It's your host, Jordan Sarmo, with my other co-host, Ross DeBoss. <laughs> Hello. And uh, last time we were here on the podcast, it was a very, I mean, it's still very sad because it just keeps getting worse in Afghanistan. And um, last time we were on with on this podcast, on the show, we talked, we were, it was the exact day where we found out that at the time it was 12 servicemen and women members of our military. Now it's 13. Um, and we found out the details of who they are, their parents, um, and now, I mean, so much has come out. But since then, Ross, I mean, it was a very sad day last Friday when we were last on. What, I mean, now that we were three or four days from then, how are you feeling? Uh, I don't know. These last two or three days have been tough, man, to watch everything happen. And then the, uh, I think the toughest thing to watch is to watch the gymnastics that the left does to just like remember when Trump said like I could come out in the middle of the street and shoot somebody and and everybody would still be voting for me or something like that right mm-hmm. Trump said like that dumb of a thing and he I don't think he was saying that to like pump his ego I don't remember what the context was I don't care why I said it that's not the point the point is I actually feel like that's literally true about Joe Biden like yeah. seven buses of American women were radically rescued from Afghanistan and the Taliban and brought to the airport and at the gates of the uh, military base that we still had control of, the United States turned down seven buses of American women and they went back into the Taliban. So... I don't know what's happening with that. They're likely all have been raped in every orifice that they have and then probably chopped up. I don't even know what, you know, and they're taking our black hop helicopters and hanging people from them and flying around like buffoons. They've got the service dogs there. They rep 51 of them. They made a, uh, a replica of the Iwo Jima, uh, flag that we did in the South Pacific or whatever. Um, I think that's where it came from, where we, where we have the four soldiers putting in that flag. They took our gear that Biden gifted to them and that the taxpayer gifted to them and made a replica photo mocking us with the Taliban flag. And I don't, so I don't really know what I feel today. Today was a call your dad day. I had to call my dad today and ask him to remind me of who I am because Mm. with 
you know, I call my mom when it's like times are tight, times are tough, you know, and I, you know, I can, I can, yeah, I mean, that's probably like a once every six months, like, hey, mom, you know, type of thing, like, you just need a little love, you know, but then when you call your dad, it's gird up your loins time, right? It's, Mm -hmm. hey, dad, I'm feeling like this, I'm feeling like the sandpaper that I was using to smooth out the world in the way that seems fit has worn down all the way and now my fingers are bleeding and I'm still trying to scrub the same spot on the wall, but my fingers are catching the blood. Now my, they're bloody. I got a stump for a hand. They're canceling me everywhere. I had 450,000 followers on TikTok. They banned that. I had 67,000 followers on Instagram. Now my videos get like 800 views because they banned that stuff. And it's not even for legitimate reasons either. It's not that I'm over here, uh, you know, like, it's and it's not even something you can do something about. There's not a person that you can hold accountable for something dumb like that. Like when you get censored, like me and you've been talking about Instagram has this mechanism where like when you say something that's not right in line uh, with whatever that sounds similar to what a fact checker fact checked at one point and they and then they say that this. Uh, we read something on another post that sounds similar to this. So we're going to proactively uh, label this as false information. Uh, well, you can't do anything about that. Right. You, you can't, there's no one to talk to. So it's just the way that it is. And even though it's a mistake, you can't remedy it. Like they literally misread my meme and thought that I was saying one thing and then cut out 75% of any of the interaction that any of my people get to see from me. Yeah. And it's like, we all know these things. Right. We all know that it happens, but like I'm really putting in work to try and help people understand things and to have the microphone uh, level, the volume level brought down 90 percent is just something that's antagonistic internally. Um, and that's that's when I called my dad. I was this morning. I called my dad and I was just like, dude, I was like, man, this is so frustrating that that, that all of these things are happening. What can you tell me? Yeah. You know, and he was, you know, he, he does, he loves me to death, man. And he was just like, look, he's like, I've seen you get up from everything in your life. I've seen you win. He's like, and you're going to win this one. And he was like, but you're not fighting against normal stuff. He was like, yeah. you're fighting against principalities, That's Ross. Good. He's like, you're fighting against full systems of people that are trying to deceive, you know, like it's a whole thing. And you know, something that Bella was saying yesterday when me and her were talking, that's uh, Red Pill Babe 1776 on Instagram. Yep. Uh, she, she's, just got a, she's just got a really good perspective on lots of things. And she was like, you know, these people aren't hiding anymore. They're not hiding yeah. their intentions. They're not hiding what they want to do. They're openly and out loud calling for, like, actual apartheid. Like they really medical apartheid. If you if you're not vaccinated, you're this. If you're a Trump supporter, you're this. If you're you know if you're not if you don't think that the you know if you don't support everything the trans movement is trying to say and trying to teach, you're you're evil. If you if you if the like look at the parents, man. There's parents going to their school boards and going, we put our children here and we don't want them taught some of the nonsense that's coming from you guys. And we don't want them having to wear a face mask all day. And the school board will turn around and go, yeah, but what, but, but that's not who controls us. If the parents of the children and their money isn't what controls the schools, aren't you in a tyrannical situation? Aren't you in a situation where you should be attempting to like, which we are, we're attempting to right the wrongs. I was at a school, I was at a, a meeting of moms for freedom or parents for freedom last night, actually. 
Um, but anyway. Well, I would say our money does control them in a sense, but it's more of a chain reaction. Like, well, again, what's happening in Florida is these parents, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis says, if you have any kind of a mask mandate or whatever, then we won't give you any state funding. So the federal government just contacted those schools and said, yeah, whatever the state won't give you, we'll give you just enforce what we said. Right. But if the kids start dropping out because they get paid per kid, each school gets paid. Oh, per right. Kid even as well. from the gov- even from the federal government. Yes. Right. So, so, yeah. And that's and that's the big thing. Uh, Bella was saying that it's teachers unions and then pull your kids out. Yes. That's it. If you can attack those two things, then do it. But so, I mean, I guess today, man, I'm just a little bit black pilled. If they aren't going to, maybe, maybe they'll start to see it when our meat, I just saw a picture of a piece of meat that was $109 in Canada a second ago or whatever, because they just started this carbon tax or whatever the hell. And I'm just like, these jokers are just pulling the wool over it. Where do you think every dime of that goes to? Do you really think that the carbon tax is actually paying something? Like, Jordan, me and you, with no experience about pollution or how the world works, could take a million dollars a year from the whole world and do more for global warming than (laughs) anything that the government is attempting to do. That's how efficient they are. Me and you could be like, I don't know shit about pollution, but let me figure out if I had a million bucks, what's the top three things I could probably accomplish? We could probably accomplish, we could make the oceans like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I mean. Like these jokers that you're paying aren't doing the job. There's a 15 year old kid who's out there cleaning the oceans more than any government has ever done. And he's doing it with basically pool noodles and a giant net and then a conveyor belt and a trash can. And it's working. Yeah. And so it's like, how many millionaires have been made from the government handing out loans to corporations that are connected to politicians literally to try and get some results for something that never comes to fruition how many cures for their for cancer how many free electricity None. mechanisms are there out there how many None. And what and what what happened in Afghanistan? What was the benefit at the end of the day 20 years what over 2 trillion dollars what at the at, what was the end result of us going over there Losing how many American soldiers' lives? How many innocent Afghanistan uh, Afghans died? At the end result, we funded the same government that was in place before is back in place, and now they're armed with over twenty thousand Humvees, over a hundred of our helicopters. There, we we funded terrorism, and on top of that, the military complex just got funded billions and billions and billions of dollars the lobbyists all these uh, uh manufacturers that make missiles and tanks and the cars they all got paid politicians got kickbacks and this is how it works now the good the good news is is we were not aware of this like we would never be having this conversation five years ago when think about this when in the bush administration even the obama administration like and obama you started to like get suspicious of this like hold on they're why are we over there still? We started getting, but it was when in the last four to five years, I feel like the entire world has, and even in the last year, we've woken up to this entire thing. Here's, here's an interesting thought. I was reading, um, it's crazy. I'm hearing from so many people that a lot of people are really, because it feels so hopeless right now. What do people turn to when they feel hopeless and they feel like everything that they do or people do won't change anything. People turn to a spiritual or something eternal or God or Jesus. And so many people recently have been like, man, I'm turning to faith right now. I'm turning to faith. I'm turning to God. I'm getting back on my scriptures. I have this new desire to read the word. 
And I'm one of those people. Like, you know, me and you, bro, we went to, you know, not too many people know this, but me and Ross went to the same Bible college back in when 2017. We were there for both there for six or seven years. We played with worship leaders like Corey Asbury, Matt Gilman, Jay Thomas, a lot of the Bethel guys. Um, Hills, you know, all kinds of incredible worship artists. And like we were raised in the church. We were in scripture every single day. We were taught end times eschatology. And then, I mean, I don't know about you, freaking put all that, I moved to Los Angeles, learned a different lifestyle, was in the music industry, put that thing, threw that under the bed, put it in a lock. It's like, I'll deal with all that stuff later. And now the last like year with all this stuff going on, I'm like, I have this desire, this new desire to really, really get back into the deep things of God. Why? Be- not just because obviously like that, you know, there's a well there and, and like the, the word of God has always been written on my heart since I was a child and throughout all my, my entire life. But there is this, there is this like, there is this, this feeling inside where it's like the only thing that can help us here really is Jesus or it's something bigger than us. Yep. And, uh, and the reason why is because the evil is so dark, but here, here's, I was reading Matthew one and two because I'm reading the gospels right now. And it was interesting. Jesus is born. The three Kings men come, you know, find Jesus. They worship him. And Joseph has always spoken through dreams. He's always spoken through dream, dreams. And King Herod, when he found out from the three kingsmen that Jesus was born, he, was in, he, w- he became insecure. He became in fear that his throne and his power and his wealth was going to be stripped from him because this new king from Bethlehem that has been prophesied by Isaiah and Micah and the prophets, he was born and the star was the proof of that. King Herod, when he finds out, because he tells the three kingsmen, hey, I need you to let me know where he is so that I can bow down and worship him. This manipulation, like, and the kingsmen at first believed him. It's, it's kind of like us, the government's like, hey, we want you to, tr- we are here to help you with your health. Or, hey, here are these food stamps. We want to help you. But there's always a manipulative, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Manip- like there's a manipulation behind everything. King Herod, what was the real reason? He wanted to kill Jesus because he wanted to keep his throne because he was addicted to power, wealth, control. Well, Joseph gets warned in a dream from the angel of the Lord. Then also the angel of the Lord warns the kings in a dream saying, hey, do not tell King Herod where he is because he wants to kill Jesus. They escape, Jesus escapes. What this, look at the evil, but the evil has never, like the same evil that exists today, human trafficking, abortion, you can say, you know, depopulation, globalism, slavery today in Africa and all over the world, human, everything still existed back then. Because King Herod, what he did, he had every single baby boy under the age of two murdered and killed in his entire kingdom where scripture after that says that there was a wail and a cry from every single mother in that town. I mean, imagine a king so sick and addicted to power and wealth 
when he realizes he lost control and that it might, his throne might be stolen from him, what does he do? Murder. He just goes, I don't even care. I'm going to murder every single kid to make sure that this kid is dead. And the same evil existed back then exists today. The only difference, it's been modernized and they are hidden in the shadows. Well, what we're experiencing now for the first time is they're coming out of the shadows and they just don't care anymore. And it's like, we're experiencing this, hey, we've been, it's kind of been conspiracy and now it's not conspiracy anymore. Now they're like, you know what? It doesn't matter. There's Americans over there. We're just going to leave, not just prisoners of war. We're just going to leave American civilians in enemy lines. They're all going to get murdered. I talked to a good friend of mine that was deployed in Afghanistan. He, stu- he had to study. We worked for the government and had to study every single terrorist organization in the Middle East because he uh, was in the military and that's what he did. 18 years he studied. And I was like, out of all of the terrorist organizations, is the Taliban the, like the best one out of the worst to run the government? He's like, yes, that is true. But they still believe in Sharia law and they will murder every Christian and every American that is left after August 31st. The reality is, is starting today, Christians and Americans that are found in that country will be murdered. And our government said, we don't care when they lied they lied joe biden on august 16th to the entire nation on abc said we will if if there are still americans left after august 31st we will stay not one american will be left behind two weeks ago today they left a day early (laughs) they left a day early they started leaving town three four days ago they, they had no intention to get Americans. And that's where the feeling of this black pill, that's this feeling of hopelessness. On top of that, we're getting, I mean, you, bro, you want to talk about big tech censorship. One of the gold star moms of one of the 13 service members got deplatformed from Instagram and Facebook today because she put out a post railing at Joe Biden saying he's a traitor and that he would be alive if it wasn't for, for um, if you had not stolen this election, that my son would still be alive. Wow. And then what did, what did Facebook do or Instagram? They banned her and deplatformed her, deleted her account because of this post. Why? To protect their king. That's what they did. They're, they have more interest in protecting Joe Biden than to protect or even just let the voice of a grieving mother who just had their son murdered in Afghanistan that was in the, was there for just two weeks. Why? Because Biden had to bring 6,000 troops back in because he screwed up with the first exit. And that's, and that's where we're at today. And that's why people are pissed off, man. These people did not have and they get, and they get, to And die. like you said, like you said, Facebook banned the mom complaining about it. Where do you live when the mother of a slain soldier calls out truth and you shut off her microphone? Who is the sound man that turns off a grieving mother's microphone? I hope y'all realize how far it's gotten. I mean, this is this. This is not normal. 
it has gotten far and they do it bit by bit, step by step. Now, to play devil's advocate here, I, I, I really do believe we're, we're winning the messaging war on this. Like, people are pissed off, they're mad, they're angry, they're waking up to this. I mean, all the polls are saying that. I'm looking at a poll right now that just came out. 20, 26% approve of Biden's handling of this entire thing. I mean, if you think about it, one, liberal polls by default are like in this 55 to six, the 60% range because they over-survey Democrats by itself. But you take away even that little margin, you're probably down at, what, we're at the place where, I mean, 30, that's like 60 to 70% of the Democratic Party support of Biden's handling of this is willing to admit, hey, we screwed this up. There's something wrong. We don't like this. A lot of people on Twitter, I'm seeing, I regret my vote for Joe Biden. I'm talking to more people even today. And people are waking up to this. Joe Biden's uh, approval rate, uh, rate um, rating is down to like 42%. When it was at 55 a couple weeks ago. So we're seeing the numbers change. On top of that, when it comes to medical freedom, Yahoo did a poll. Over 30,000 people were surveyed. 80% of the people that answered that poll said that we will not support restaurants that require the vaccine passport and proof of vaccination. 80%. 71% poll came, this poll came out yesterday. 71 or 74% of voters, Americans, agree with voter ID for voting. And 90% of people do believe, is, uh, believe that voter fraud is an issue in this country. So all the polls... What all percent the believes that? 90? 90% believe that voter fraud is, a, is an issue in our country. Well, that's good. So all that to say, there is a shift where people are saying, hey, hold on, we've gotten way... We, we've let these bozos talk way too much and people are not afraid. And maybe it's because Trump's not in office. Before, people were scared to say they were a Trump supporter because Trump was so divisive um, in a sense where, I mean, he really drew the line and was like, hey, you're on our side or you're not. And if you're not, get the hell off the ship. That was Trump's stance. We needed that, especially in those four years. We needed someone to shake the entire system. Well, now that Trump is gone, people are getting a lot more louder. You got the mandates, you got the vaccines. And I want, I want to tell a story of, of a girl named Trisha. I was out to eat. I shared this on, uh, shared this on my stories. I haven't posted about it. But I'm, I've, been at the day, I've been in Daytona Beach for this entire week. I'm going to go back after this podcast. And I'm just reading, studying, praying, getting vision for speech without fear, getting vision for my life, getting vision for... Um, just getting present, man. And I go, so me and my dad, we go out to dinner. This is two nights ago. And there's this server named Trisha. Did I tell you this story yet? I don't think so. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The shot. Yes. So, Tr so Trisha is this entire time as she's, I think we talked about this on the last podcast. No, no, no this was like two days ago. Oh yeah. How did we so, talk about it then? Maybe on the phone. Um, so there's, so Trisha, Jamaican girl, amazing, but you can tell she's like, she's weighed down. She keeps messing with her arm 
And then she brought like the first time she brought out a tray with like one or two drinks on it was, you know, kind of moving really slow and she was having a hard time. And so the next time we ordered like five drinks, like there was like four waters and just a couple other drinks. And she this time she didn't bring it out on a tray. She brought all five like individually. And she was having a hard time just giving us, even handling us the drinks and the food. So I help her. And I'm like, hey, what's wrong with your arm? And she goes, um, okay, I'm just going to be real with you. A month ago, I got my first dose of the vaccine. She's like, and I'm so mad. I'm so mad because my sister told me not to get it. My sister told my family, they all told me not to get it, but I was pressured by the, my workplace. And I got the vaccine and about, Right away, I was so sick. I got the flu, I was sick. My arm was in so much pain. And then about two weeks into it, or no, three weeks, which is a week after she got the second dose in her left arm. So one week after she got her second dose, her first arm started, her hand now is shaking like this. Mm. Where now, whenever she picks, whenever she picks something up, she has to now use her left arm, her left hand, to carry whatever it is. Where now, the, the pain in the, the other arm that she took the second dose in is now the exact same pain that she had in the first. And she starts crying, bro. She starts crying right there in front of our table as she's serving us, saying, I'm scared because if this arm starts shaking, I will lose my job and I will not be able to work anymore. And I don't know what I'm going to do. She works 80 hour weeks. She works at the Hard Rock Cafe from like 9 a.m. Or, or 10 a.m. to like 4 p.m. And then works 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. Five days a week. She works like, what is that? 14 hours a day times five, whatever that number is. It's like 60, 70 hours a week because she has a lot of bills to pay. And I bet if she went live right now on Instagram or something like that and she just said what's happening to her and please help me. I bet you they would censor. They wouldn't let anybody see it. Well, and that's the thing. So I go on Instagram live and tell her story. Oh, the last thing she says, quote, she goes, this is where she really broke down. She goes, I'm, I'm scared. I'm going to die. Quote, a healthy girl in her twenties is in fear of one losing her job because her arm is her right arm can't stop shaking. And now the same thing is starting to happen to her left. But two, in the back of her mind, she is thinking a healthy girl because of a virus with a 99.4 or 5 or 2 or 6% survival rate at her age, she is scared that she is going to die. Should never be in her thought process. From what? From the vaccine. Right. From what was supposed to be the solution. <laughs> From what was supposed to be the solution. So I went on Instagram Live. Go on live, and this is what's great. I love that you just said that. If she went on, if she went on live, or she went and told her story and posted this on Instagram, one, she would get suppressed or she would get deleted or whatever. But two, let's say it didn't, she would get labeled, "Oh, you're a liar." You know, when people, you're a liar. She's lying. She's faking right. it. This right. is not Immediately, real. Everything the left says that they stand for, as soon as they have an opportunity to actually stand for something like that, and it happens to go against something they care about right now, they just butcher every virtue that they screamed that they had over the yeah. last four years. What's that? Believe all women, except for Tara Reid. Yeah. Oh, you, you want women to have equality, but not in Afghanistan. Yep. You want, uh, you want bodily choice and your body, your choice, not when it comes to vaccines. Yep. 
Black Lives Matter. You want to follow the science? Not when it comes to gender. Yep. Black Lives Matter, not Trisha. Yeah, Black Lives Matter, not when they vote for Republicans, they don't. Not when they have conservative views. How many white, stupid liberals have called Candace Owens something racist? L.A. Times called Larry Elder white, black, what, blackface. Yeah. He called, they yeah. called him a white supremacist. The L.A. Times called Larry Elder a white supremacist, and he is the face of black. Of black it's just unreal. Yeah, a black man. <laughs> a black man, they this, call that. You know, and it's just. This is the world we live in. It's the, yeah, it's the world we live in right now, dude. And it's like, what do you do? What do you think we'll do? Because, like we're going to have to rehabilitate people at some point and be like, Hey, uh, look, the sky is just blue. Let's start with that fact. Can you agree with me on that? Yeah. The sky is blue. Yes. I, 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 I think I see what you mean. No, 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 no. I, I need you to just agree with me that the sky is blue. Okay. Okay. I think I can do that. I feel like we'd have the, like that would be the starting point with, with well, the liberals I think, right but now. But I think Afghanistan has been that bro. I really do. Like I, I know you're, yeah, maybe for some of them that are actually I th- watching. I think, well, I think, no, I think for a lot. I think for more, I think more, or at least 40 to 50%. I think that a, if you told me, if you told me seven months ago before Biden took over office that in the next six months, something is going to happen politically, they're gonna, the Biden administration is going to make such a dumb mistake that even 25% of the P of the of Biden voters will come to the place. Did I, did I get my vote? Right. Maybe Joe Biden, like just 25%. I would say, yeah, right. No way. It's going to at least take two years. It took seven months where now we're seeing more than those numbers. People are really asking and questioning themselves because what happened in Afghanistan, we have a common agreement that what happened in Afghanistan is horrible and there's no excuse for it. Yes, there are the loud 20, 15 to 20 percenters, the, what's her name, Melissa Milano or whatever her name is. And she's saying all this stupid crap on Twitter that Biden did an amazing job and congratulations, the war has ended. Yeah, there's that 15 to 20%. They're the ones that are distracting to us. They're the ones that we want to focus on and we're pissed off about and they get our attention. But the average Americans, the independents, the blue collar Democrats, dude, the Wendy's, look at the Wendy's, bro. We did an Instagram live earlier this week with a per and she, we brought in a person that hates Trump and loved Biden when she voted for him. And now she hates Biden and is livid. And this is a Democrat. And again, she is a perfect example. We brought on one Democrat last week and the one Democrat that we did, she was pissed off and she said she hates Biden just as much as Trump. Right. And the poll numbers are showing this where I believe we are winning like common sense on, on the citizen level is coming back. People are waking up to it, but it's going to take a lo- It's going to take years for that, for this to catch up to the top. And that's why it's so important. Why like last night, bro, you're organizing in your local community with people, what you're going to do when you go to these school board meetings and how you're going to take on the unions and you're organizing locally. This is why it's so important for every person that's listening right now to start organizing and to start getting involved, whether it's becoming a precinct committeeman, a precinct committee woman, whether it's running for school board, 
whether it's running for city council, whatever it is, we have to do our part. At the very least, you show up to the school board meetings, you show up to these meetings, and you make sure that your voice is heard. Because if not, then really you have no, you have no right to go on social media and whine and cry and complain. You just don't. How was that meeting, by the way, Ross? Or what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? What are you thinking about? I mean, it was decent. It was decent. It was good to see families, you know, getting frustrated. Getting I, That's how I say frustrated, by the way, everybody. For the rest of my life, you will hear me say frustrated because that's the way I'm going to say it. You said this twice, two episodes in a row now. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody keeps saying frustrated as if it's like a speech impediment or something, but I just frustrated. like to say I say, say the same thing, actually. Frustrated. Frust, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to put the R in there. It takes too long. Fra, My good buddy, fra is way David Whitworth, fun. our friend, would always make fun of me for that. You'd say, frustrated. <laughs> See, it's a thing. It is a thing. It's a thing. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, look, I saw the families there. That was good, man. I'm seeing these... Hungry groups of 30 people, all of them completely different. They're totally diverse as far as their personalities and all that kind of stuff. But they are coming together because of a common problem. And that's what we're seeing in the nation right now is that people are starting to come together because of a, a common problem. And that's what I'm hopeful for. So they're not racist. They're not all white racist people. No. It's interesting. <laughs> so funny. Um, with that being said. Let's end with um, two things. We're going to start introducing, I'm, I'm, uh, in the future I'll be a little bit more prepared, but we're going to start introducing two segments, which we've already done one, which is good news. But number two, we're going to introduce clown world. <laughs> Ross, we're living in a clown world. <laughs> would you say we're living in a clown world? I would say we are living 100% in a clown world. <laughs> Build back better. Clown world. I don't care about your freedoms. So I prepared one or two things of the clown world that we are living in right now. And I shared this on last night's Instagram live. I'm going to share it on the podcast because there's a lot of people that don't watch the lives that listen to the podcast. Yesterday, I'm on social media and I'm on Twitter. And this is where I mean, I get a lot of my information from Twitter. We all know there's a hurricane that's hitting Louisiana right now. And CDC puts out this, this graphic and the, on this graphic, which I will make sure is on the rumble so you can see this, the first thing it says in this graphic, it's like, you know, make sure you're safe, you're indoors. Number two thing, the number two thing that you must do in order to stay safe from this hurricane is to, you guessed it, get vaccinated. Oh <laughs> It's like, in order to protect yourself from the hurricane, from these 80 mile per hour winds, what you must do is get vaccinated. It's like, dude, the first thing that came to my mind was back in the days of Exodus when the angel of death would come. They would like take the lamb's blood and like put it on the thing. I'm like, imagine we get the vaccines and we like put vaccine our vaccine passports all over, <laughs> all over so that the hurricane doesn't come and hit our building and take it down. That right, was since the, that since that how it works since that's how it works <laughs> apparently. This is yeah. This is how God it people works. are dumb. People I mean, like, are dumb. Ross, people see this graphic, the twenty percenters that you're talking about, that you're black pilled about, the twenty percenters. There's nothing that the left can do. They're commies. They are pro. Like they're the fet. They are the feminists. 
They're the Me Too movement. They're rocking the pussy hats. <laughs> they see this graphic. I need, what is going through their mind when they see this graphic? <laughs> oh my God. They're going, mm. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, that is one good step. That is one good way to be extra safe, I guess. You know, you could also carry around your seatbelt from your car <laughs> just outside. Oh my gosh. Yeah, preparing for a, I'm actually going to read this. Prepare This is straight from the cdc.gov website. Preparing oh, for a hurricane? Wow. Follow these imp- <laughs> important hurricane preparedness tips from the CDC. Number 1, prepare for a hurricane. Take a basic steps now to ensure your safety safety for when the storm hits. Number 2, get the COVID-19 vaccine as soon as you can because vaccines help you help protect you from getting severely sick and it may also help the people that you're inside with. Yeah, unless you know what you know what's really funny? Go get the vaccine. And then the next day, when you have all the symptoms that come along from getting the vaccine, which does happen to quite a few people, yep. whether you just feel a little bit sick or a little bit whatever, or whether you get paralyzed yeah. like some people do. Imagine trying to pull your son out of rubble if your right arm doesn't work. <laughs> Dear God. It's just really sore. I can barely lift it. <laughs> Literally, seriously. I've got a nice fever, a low grade fever, and I can't explain it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It can't, it can't have anything to do with this thing I I, I shoved into my body, could it? I mean, they told me it was safe. <laughs> Clown the, world. The same government didn't put didn't give syphilis to its own citizens through needles. That <laughs> didn't to, happen. I need to get like a little little tune. Clown world. <laughs> Every time you say Seriously. something. Clown world. <laughs> Clown world. Last thing. Pfizer. CEO cancels his trip two weeks ago to Israel. Why? Because he's not vaccinated. <laughs> oh my God. Clown world. We live in a clown world when the CEO of the, of the Pfizer vaccine has to cancel his trip because he's not vaccinated. Yeah, I'm looking this up right now. I mean, you should see the video. On the video, I think this was actually like six months ago. So this this part, the video part was six months ago, not the actual Pfizer vaccine. Um, six months ago, he had to, he, on video when they asked him, he said, no, my doctors actually told me to not recommend it because I'm fully healthy. And the guy's like 55 years old. Literally, it's what he said. I watched the video yesterday. That video was from six months ago, but as of two weeks ago, he went. He was not allowed to go enter into Israel because he was not fully vaccinated. It's un. Where was this? I read this. I'm uh, looking it up right now because I will just make a joke about this real quick on a video or something because that is so clown worldy that Pfizer, somebody has to say something. Are you kidding? CEO. So shameful. So obvious. So dumb. Like. Oh, I'm bird. I'm weary of carrying the brains of the illiterate. I'm not trying to say that I'm an absolute genius, but what I am saying is that clearly I can taste and smell the shit that okay, so they're spreading, and there's it's not a, rain. There's a fact check from uh, that. What they're saying is that he got to cancel it because he had not been fully vaccinated. He didn't take his second dose yet. So he was only first dose, which now in Israel starting September. Don't they have it waiting for you, buddy? You think you can, 
you think you could get a little vial in your briefcase on the way there since you're the CEO? Is there something you're alarmed about that would prevent you from getting fully vaccinated? I mean, you did tra- you did cancel an entire trip to Israel. I wonder how many thousands of dollars the plane tickets were that you had to cancel. Oh, oh they, so they it matters enough for you to not like to risk whatever the thing was for you to just get another little shot. You couldn't do it. Oh what happened, goodness. buddy boy? Dude, this is just, it's a clown world. Absolute clown world. Well, that uh, mockery felt good. I'm anointed <laughs> to do mockery in that degree. You did. No, you are. Um, with that being said, let's talk about some good news, which we already talked about so, some, some of it. Number one, 80% of people in this country are against the COVID-19 vaccine passport. That's good news. That's incredible news. What's other good news? The California bill... AB 455, which was the COVID vaccine passport bill that was about to be pushed through by the legislators in and the House in California. They're trying to pass that yesterday. It died. It died on the floor. And the reason why is because the people showed up. And this is a perfect example of when you show up to your city council meetings, when you show up and you fight back at school boards, when the people rise up, politicians will be scared and they're getting, they're going to continue to be scared, especially for this next year. It's so critical because next year is an election re-election year. Our voices matter way more right now this year and this next year more than it will after next November. Think about that. 90% 90% of people are concerned with voter fraud. 74% of people vo- support voter ID. This is all good news. And then on top of that, people are beginning to regret the Joe Biden vote. His new, his, it's dropping. There's something to be, to be happy about. We're winning, the, we're winning the conversations. The only thing I don't get... And we'll, we'll end with this. Like, Ross, why are the media turning on Joe Biden? It's the one question I just don't understand. I don't understand why the mainstream media is turning on Joe Biden so hard. I've never. I mean, I think that they're. Like, how do you. How do you retain the loyalty of the whole? You sacrifice the thing that they hated. So I think if they can put as much onto Joe Biden before his dementia-ridden self has to tap out, they're going to act like that him getting out was like the ultimate good. And don't worry, guys, now we're going to do better. The, now we're really going to do what we should. Yeah. And, you know, it's only going to take, what, 48 hours of brainwashing for them to completely change everybody's literal historical perspective about what's happened over the last nine, you know, seven months. And so, sure. I mean, really, you like, I don't, they're not smart. They're just going to lie. That's what they're going to do. And I bet you they're just going to go, yeah, Biden was terrible, but Kamala's going to be great, guys. Trust us. Yep. She is the hope. Oh, the Nike president, the Nike this, the the, the whatever this. She meets with this and this. And then we just get sucked down another hole of crap that doesn't make sense. Yep. So true. Another little dumb rule. That's, That's a great, great explanation. I'll end with this final thought. The world is going, if you are a Christian, you believe in Jesus, you believe in what scripture says, we should not be shocked with everything that's going down. The world's going to get worse. This globalism is going to continue. We will continue to fight and resist. Um, and I think the thing that we can do personally is really prepare ourselves physically, mentally, and spiritually. 
physically. How do you do that? Get healthy. Yeah, you got to work out, man. You got to work we, out. You got to get your blood pumping. You got to get like, you know, try to get to 160 BPM in your heart rate for a little while or something. Just like I, me and my brother call it tacking out. Yeah. I mean, dude, I mean, if I don't care anyone that is not in good shape and this is including myself, like you, I'm, your confidence levels drop hands down when you are in good shape, there is a, there is, it affects your mental. That's why we say you got to get better physically, mentally. They're all interconnected. They all, when you have more confidence because of how you feel physically, it affects how you are mentally, which then yeah. affects also your prayers and your spiritual life. It all affects, they are all commingled together. And so that's why it's so important. Like, what can you do physically? Yes, you can work out. Even if that means just go on a walk and get some outdoors, get in nature. Don't always be stuck on the phone. Mentally, what can you do? Turn off your dang phone. Don't look at your phone the first thing you do when you wake up. And, yeah, don't, don't. and don't be on your phone as the last thing. What, what are like little things that I do before I go to bed? One, I read. Two, I'll look at my schedule and prepare what, I, what are the two or three things I want to do to accomplish for the following day so that when I wake up in the morning, it's already on my mind. So like, make sure you're not in this vortex of this negative social media world. Protect your peace. In order to find clarity, focus, vision, you cannot be in this world 24-7. It cannot run your life. You need to be informed, but don't let it run your life. And spiritually, how do we get the fruits of the Spirit? How do we get love, joy, peace, patience, kindness? How do we get Shit, these things? Shit, don't pay attention to Biden right now. That's not going to help. Yeah. Shit, don't watch the news, bro. You ain't going to have no fruits of bullshit, bro. I'm telling you what's in my heart right now, bro. I'm ready to clash some heads. <laughs> well, I mean, but if you wake up in the morning and you fill yourself with that daily manna, whether it's prayer, whether it's meditation, you might not even be a Christian, whether it's just like literally sitting outdoors in the morning, listening to the birds chirping, Focusing, reading, you do those things and you fill your brain with knowledge and things that feed it, that you're a confident person, your identity. I'm telling you, it will affect the rest of your day. And uh, you won't be black-pilled like Ross right now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I need, I, need to go, I need to go soak up some words, soak up something. Hey man, this this is why you know. Is, but I don't know if that shields you from being pissed off as much about everything. Oh, you know, it just kind of makes you more like, oh yeah, okay, it's okay though. But yeah. it still is kind of like imagine like imagine like what we're watching is like your great grandfather had a 1905 Ford that was in perfect condition, and it was passed down to your grandfather, yeah. and he kept it, and he paid for it, and he polished it, and then your dad or whatever and yep. then you get it and you just watch a guy take a crane and just yep. destroy and they don't even know what they're doing it's so hard not to be mad because it's so obviously a terrible idea just like in a really a really easy way to prove too that nobody can argue with like should to- the government have all of the control of your life yep uh yes okay let me repeat should somebody who's killed people before have all the control over your life? Oh, probably not. Well, that's the government. Yeah. Literally. You know, it's like it's should that Joe, simple. Should Joe Biden looked at his watch 13 times when they were literally bringing the de- 13 dead bodies over from Afghanistan? Like the dude was just like, man, I want this to be over. No, like this is what we're talking about. This makes us angry and this, there's reasons to be mad 100%. I need to get, I need to have a button. Okay. I need to like, sir, I need to have a button that I get to press every time you do like a really great analogy, like Ross analogy. <laughs> Cause you have the you best, get, like, you gotta get, yeah, 
Yeah. You I gotta think, get Michael on that. Somebody knows how to do the digital bullcrap. We, we need to get the Ross analogy. We need to get the clown world, and we need oh, to get. Yeah. We need to get good news. We got to get some of these buttons in, and I'm definitely going to use them. We'll try to for get sure. these to up for the sure. experience I mean, hey, for the shit. listeners. Dude, there's no. I have to move in like three months, and there's nowhere to move out here. I might just move to Florida, to be honest. Bro, don't don't tease me. It is a tease. I'm sorry. I probably won't. Oh, you Florida. son of a gun. Not till I start making more money from this whole thing. Then mm-hmm. I, I start making bukus, then maybe I can be like, all right, I can move somewhere far. But right now, I'm just trying to like weather the storm of all this nonsense. No, it's real. It's real. All right, well, we're going to wrap that up real quick. Two things before we end this. Number one, don't forget to go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com on September 8th, next Wednesday. You're going to be listening to this uh, this week. So next Wednesday, September 8th, 7 p.m. Eastern, we're having our first Speak Truth Without Fear community event. We are going to talk about getting involved in local politics, what you can do. You're going to meet the entire Speak Truth Without Fear team. Uh, including obviously myself and Ross. This is going to be on Zoom. So this will be off Instagram. This will be off platforms. We'll be able to see you. You'll be able to see us. You'll be able to ask questions. We're really excited. Um, And we're also going to share something new. We have a huge announcement about how we are going to bring our community together. Um, So I wouldn't, that's that's pretty much it for me. Ross, you got any final thoughts? You'd be good to go. Nah, man. I got nothing except keep fighting everybody. Yes. They haven't heard the last. Yep. It's uh, keep fighting. We love you guys, and we will see you on Friday.